Beyond the Level podcast is brought to you by tinyhomes.com, focused on consumer protection for people and companies within the world of tiny homes. For more information, contact us at support at tinyhomes.com. Hi guys, welcome to episode four. So today we are going to be addressing sort of problems in the tiny home space. And this is actually going to be split up into two episodes because there's so much ground to cover. And so episode four, we are going to talk about scams in the tiny house space. And then in episode five, we're going to talk about another issue that's come up in the tiny home space. But just for today's episode, episode four, it's going to be scams. So Kenny, why don't you jump in here and talk about what even this means? What, what, what does a tiny house scam mean? So what we have been seeing is that primarily on marketplaces like Facebook Marketplace, you have people who pose as builders who have no intent to ever sell you a home, but show you spectacular homes at spectacular prices with free delivery or deliver across the U.S. or whatever it might be that's very enticing, entice you to basically give a deposit, take that deposit, and run. So how is this happening? I think it's happening because there's not that many checks and balances. There is this perception in the marketplace that tiny homes are cheap, and so If I'm going to buy a house, not many people can just stroke a check for, you know, $500,000. But when you're looking at a tiny home, the the notion is that, okay, well, a tiny home can cost me $25,000 or $50,000 or whatever the price might be. And so, oh, okay, well, it seems reasonable. Well, there's, it's hard to get a hold of one at a good price. And so, okay, that seems awesome. Great. Here's a deposit. And then it can just be delivered to your door without, like, any oversight. Like, that that doesn't happen in normal real estate. Like, you have to go through all these checks and balances. It just doesn't just occur, usually. So, there's not as many sort of things to protect the consumer from misuse. So... What is it that exactly happens? So, you go to Facebook and you see a tiny house for sale and it's for a good price um and you message them what we have seen is it is in straight up the marketplace as well as in groups so what happens is someone poses in a group here look at this house hey check this house out this is a new development this is a new design what do you think they either state the price or they don't state the price they give a phone number that person calls and then, hey, yeah, I was sold, you know, three of these last night, you know, and they're, I can't keep them on the shelf. And, you know, if you want to get on the waiting list or do you want us to deliver one up to you next week, we can do that. And we just need a $500 deposit. Whoa, oh my gosh, because you're looking at everything else. You're like, geez, this one's way cheaper and way better and it's free delivery and all of those things. Oh, I just have to send them 500 bucks? Great. Or a thousand bucks or 2,000 bucks or whatever else it might be. Or however, however, most, however much they think they can get from you. 
Isn't part of the issue also that, you know, it seems kind of hard to believe that someone would just like face value believe that, you know, just give their money. But part of the issue is that in these groups in particular, it's like a group where you you feel like there's like a sense of community there. It's like all other people that are tiny house people. And so they're maybe commenting on this seller's site that, oh, I got a house from them or I got a house from them. And we think that maybe those things are fake. So many people just comment on like, oh my gosh, this looks so cute. Oh my gosh, sign me up. Do they actually buy the home? Most likely not, but they're reinforcing that build, right? Oh my gosh. So if you post on a house, people are going to make comments like, oh my gosh, this is great. This looks gorgeous. Or, oh, if you just change this or this, I'm in or whatever it might be. And those people are either genuine or they're actually also part of the scam. And it's hard to sort of know that. When you look at what's happening, it's hard to sort of know exactly. But what, you know, comes to light pretty quickly is A plus B does not equal C. So would you say that like every single house on, just don't buy a house on Facebook. Is that your advice? No, I would say just tread lightly. And I mean, it's it's like painful for me because I just see the person fall into the trap like day in, day out. Even after a company has, or a person has scammed once, the consumer is just right to believe it. And it's like really hard. I mean, it feels like you're, you know, you're knocking them over the head and they still just won't get it, you know? And it's like, there's no checks and balances in Facebook to sort of protect that consumer. It's super easy to like, yeah, sure. This is homes available for you. And like, yeah, the price is, what did it, yeah, hey, I don't want to gouge the consumer. So yeah, my price is cheap and hit us, send us the money, you know, tomorrow. And so we'll get you the house next week. You know, it's, the consumer wants to believe it. You just, it's compelling. And um, so I would say, no, I mean, out of the homes we've looked at, I mean, eight out of 10 homes are, you know, that's, I, that's just, I'm not saying that's the exact number. That's just sort of a speculative number. But so you're not saying no, like that they're all scams, like that there, it is possible to find a legit um, it is house on Facebook. But what, what's your advice when someone is looking to purchase a house, a tiny house through Facebook? What do you, what, what are the steps that someone I needs mean, to take? Do not send money. Use a third party escrow service to protect you. If you really are ready to buy and you really feel comfortable with who's selling that home to you, one way in which that seller is not going to really want to complete a transaction with you is by saying, sure, absolutely, I'm ready to go. I'm going to go ahead and send my money into an escrow service. When you deliver me the home and I inspect it, great, I'll release you the funds. And that there's no money up front at all. Like, oh, yeah, but we need delivery fees or we need this fees or we need that fees or, hey, none of those things. Like, if you want to deliver the home, deliver the home. I'll put the money in the account. And when everything checks out, I'll release the money to you. Well, what if a builder is saying, well, I need money to build your house. Like, I can't, you know, just build your house without having any of the money. And so this gets into a different scam. So the scam, so that's kind of a next episode. In this episode, we're talking about oh, homes. Sorry, I'm are, skipping ahead. <laughs> now, the scan that we're talking about is pre-built homes that are ready to mm, go today. Gotcha. There's a whole other subset of problems we're seeing in 
the tiny home build space that we'll get into. But in this episode, we're just talking about here is a home. It's available to you today. It's mostly new homes. Well, we in episode, we can also get into the whole used market and things that are... I know, it's so great. There's so many problems and issues and they all are kind of interconnected and related. I get confused about <laughs> which scam we're talking about. So we are looking at tens of millions of dollars in loss every year to consumers. That, just in two cases alone that I know of, I can think of, it, I mean, tens of millions of dollars in losses. Um, and the number is probably way higher from just there's just a straight scammer to this other thing that we're going to talk about in episode five. So the way, again, the way in which to protect it is do not believe everything you think. Do your due diligence, tread lightly. If you can use some other per, if you don't have knowledge in tiny homes, use someone that can help you sort of, you know, be a sounding board to make sense of it, go into it, with just an open eye, just open eyes and think about, okay, what's happening? Talk to the builder, ask a bunch of questions. If you don't know the questions to ask, find someone who can ask those questions. Who, where, where are you located? How many have you built? When are you delivering it? What's the, if, if they can't answer like a million and a half questions about the home, there's a potential problem there. So, That's a red flag, you would say. It's a red flag. If you if I was building your home and I, and I was selling your home and you I could tell you the exact fastener pattern and like every little nuanced detail that you'd never want to listen to, you'd be like so bored out of your mind you would, you know, want to cry. So like builders who are actually doing it can like get down to the nitty-gritty nuance of every single little thing and are happy to share those things with you. The types of insulation and wallboard and the roof that was installed and all the things. What I find with the scammers is they are very light on the details and they sort of can't, you know, give you the answers. And they're also, they have spectacular sales. They sold three last night. They're mm -hmm. selling another two today. They sold, a, you're like, and they're selling them for super cheap. Every, it's all the things, you know, it's like, oh my gosh, the price is amazing. The build quality is incredible. It, the delivery is free. It's, you know, if, if it's too good yeah, to be true, it's just about to say that. potentially too good to be true. And I, the problem is people are desperate. So people are desperate for a home. They want to believe the answer. So they don't, they have 25,000, they don't have 75,000. So when the person comes to them with the solution for 25, you're prone to believe them. Yeah. And the reality is tread lightly and protect yourself. Yes, yeah, so if you got the home and now you inspect it, it's also get let you know. And again, this is in episode five where you actually get the home, and it's just not what you thought it was. Right. And that's not today. This is a these. This scam yep. is. They don't have the home. Yeah. They it's never just had a the home. Straight up scam. So essentially, what you're looking for is first of all go into it. The realistic idea of what a tiny home costs, like if it feels like the price is too low it's probably too low um and then have ask questions if they're not able to answer those questions that's a huge red flag if you don't know the questions to ask find someone that does basically um and what else i think the phone numbers are sometimes when you see weird phone numbers when you see weird communication talk to the person hear how mm -hmm. they speak to you Ask their location, 
asked for pictures, asked for references, asked for other element, you know, just ask for other things. Like, I want to can I talk to a couple other customers you've had? Like validating lots of different things. I mean, the process should be, you know, days to weeks. Right. I mean, basically treat it as if you're buying a home because you are, you're mm-hmm. buying a home. And just because it is at a lesser price point doesn't mean that you don't need to do the same kind of checks and balances. Exactly. Just so, yeah, if you're buying a house or if even if you're buying a car, you don't just necessarily go into the first and then, you know, you have a dealer. So it's like, there's some protections in place there if you have a dealer, but you, you know, you don't just get online and just buy the first car, even though with those kinds of things, you're usually showing up on the location. You're getting to see it with your eyes. And this is, that's the problem with the scam and why it's people are vulnerable is that they can just deliver the home to you. And again, we're in this episode to be wary five, we're going to get into all this other stuff of, of like what people, what people are telling you that's not actually in line with what reality is out there. Um, but yeah, just be aware and know that it is very, very prevalent especially on Facebook Marketplace, in particular in groups. That is where I did not know it to be, because you sort of think, oh, groups, it's a safe place. And I think that's probably the worst place. Mm. Um, yeah, because people think it's safe, so if, so people can prey on that, for sure. You know, and just looking at a profile some can be hard, you know, the profile. But you can look at a profile, too, and look and see it you'll there's a the the profiles are often vague and there's just it doesn't quite line up to your normal like profiles where people don't have profile pics but then also a lot of people don't have profile pics that are actually legitimate people so it's not one thing it's like all these little things that'll add up so basically just be careful and protect yourself as best you can the number one thing, do not send money without no. use a third party system that is a system that's going to protect you in case you do not get your product delivered, it you get all full refund. Do not send any money directly to that person. Period. In any way, shape, or form. Okay, well, that is our episode on scams and stay tuned for our next episode on um another problem with in the tiny home space. Sounds good. Thank you for listening. Beyond the Level podcast is brought to you by tinyhomes.com, focused on consumer protection for people and companies within the world of tiny homes. For more information, contact us at support at tinyhomes.com.